Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hardy, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio. Well, hello, family. Welcome to The Orange Perspective, where today we're going to talk about reversing diabetes. I am your host, Stacey Lamore, and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. I'm here to inspire and teach and just show everyone that there's such a, a much more wholesome and natural way to heal yourself that doesn't require medicine. You know, in this world... Medicine has become the the absolute end-all, be-all, and um, as a nurse, I've been exposed, as I had mentioned on the last show, to um, um, giving medicine to or the different sick patients dealing with diabetes, they're facing high blood pressure, kidney disease, cancer, you name it, I've seen it, and I've had to give medicine to all of them. So I've learned a lot over the years, and uh, today I, I wanted to talk about diabetes because it's it's growing just like most of the chronic illnesses and diseases that are coming up more consistently in the thousands and even in the millions. But I wanted to bring it up because of a loss that the hip-hop world experienced last week. I know many of you may know Fife Dog, um, who was part of a tribe called Quest, he died from diabetes, diabetes complications. Now, he did have type 1, but this is on, in the same ballpark in terms of the impact diabetes will have on your health, your organs, and everything that comes with it. There are a lot of complications, so I wanted to take some time and really break it down in simplistic terms because, you know, medical jargon, medical terminology will either keep you for a second or keep you in keep you involved um, as long as information is relevant and understandable. So we're going to talk about diabetes, what it is, you know, what it does, and how we can really change our lives through um, better health. So I've had my own experience with diabetes. You know, I have many people know, or most of you don't know, I have four children and out of the four children, out of the four pregnancies, two of them I had gestational diabetes. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, I was a little more, um, I was overweight when I was pregnant with those two. 
And uh, I have a craving for sweets that is ridiculous. People, you give me a cheesecake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's done. I can I can tear it up all by myself. But I know when you know when you're pregnant, you have different cravings. So at that time, it really didn't matter whether I craved sweets or not. My body was just so used to the fat cells in my body that were preventing that insulin from getting in. And we're going to talk in, in much more detail so that you understand what I'm saying. But my body was already preconditioned to to be diabetic at during those two pregnancies that I I mean no matter what I did it was just going to be it it just was and so I had to learn how to eat to control diabetes my first gestational pregnancy gestational diabetes pregnancy I controlled it with diet um which was not easy cuz I did crave sweets during that pregnancy and my second um gestational diabetic pregnancy I didn't really crave sweets, but um, I was much bigger as well because I was on my third my third uh, baby by then. But uh, even though I didn't crave sweets, I had a lot of over uh, had a lot of fat on my body from previous babies. I didn't really get to get down to a size that I I really wanted to get to, and so I had a lot of fat just kind of lingering. And there it was I had gestational diabetes again, so. Um, that I had to control with medicine. I had to control with insulin, and that was not fun at all. So I feel the pain that many of you or your loved ones are feeling when it comes to having diabetes, taking the medication and, you know, having to prick your finger and check your blood sugar. It, it's not fun, but you know what? It's not permanent. If you really want to change your lifestyle, it can be done. So let's talk about it. If you want to call in, the call-in number is 646 646- Nine two nine zero six three zero. So, if you have any questions, we can talk about it. So, let's talk about diabetes. There are two types of diabetes, but first off, diabetes basically is the excess of glucose blood, um, running around and sitting stagnant in your blood. Normally, what happens is when you eat something, starch, carbs, whatever it may be. It normally would be uh, carbs. When you eat something, those carbs are turned into glucose by your body, okay? So once those carbs turn into glucose, the glucose is then stored in your muscle. And the way it gets in is insulin. Your pancreas produces, your, if you can imagine, your pancreas is on your left side, like mid-abdomen almost, and what it does, it has these little beta cells inside your pancreas. These beta cells produce insulin. For whatever reason, that insulin is not being produced in those who have diabetes to get that glucose into your, blood, your, um, your cells. Your cells require glucose to function. Everything in your body requires glucose to function. Insulin is like a key. Insulin is like a key that unlocks your cells to get that glucose inside. So think about it. If you don't have the key to get into your house, you're going to be stuck outside, okay? And that's what happens with uh, diabetes. The insulin is the key for the glucose to get inside to those cells. Um, I don't know how many of you um, are, um, have ever experienced low blood sugar, but if you are starving, if you haven't eaten for a while, some get the handshakes and the quivers and just the sweating. That's a sign of hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar. You that that's what happens when you don't have enough enough um, glucose in your cells. Your body is hungry, basically. It wants to get in. It needs it needs some nourishment. So if you have an insulin issue, whether it be productivity or resistance, and we'll go into that, then you're not going to get that glucose into your cells to help fuel your body to keep going. So that glucose is like uh, it's like gas to a car. If you don't have glucose in your cells, you're not going to move. You're gonna you won't be able to do anything. You don't have the energy to do anything. It's the energy that fuels your body and your brain. Okay. So there are two types of diabetes. There's type one diabetes, and then there's type two. Type one diabetes is normally referred to as juvenile onset diabetes. It normally is detected or diagnosed when um, 
during uh, childhood age, you know, around 8, 9, 10, um, sometimes younger. And what that is is the pancreas is unable to produce insulin. That is type 1 diabetes. The pancreas cannot produce insulin. And normally what it is, it's, it's an autoimmune response the body has um, encouraged to break down those beta cells in the pancreas, which in turn prevents the pancreas from producing uh, insulin. So that's what type 1 diabetes is, okay? Type 2, and that's about 5% of the population that has type 1 diabetes. Type 2 is the kind of diabetes that, or the kind of reaction where your pancreas is producing insulin, but your body is resistant to it. It's resistant to the effects of the insulin. And that's normally, that used to be considered adult-onset diabetes, but no longer is that the case because, sadly enough, our, our children are starting to develop this form of diabetes earlier in life, even, you know, 8, 9, and 10 years old. It's really sad, and we'll talk about why that's happening. But, you know, let's, let's talk about why that's happening. As I had mentioned in the previous show, we talked about high blood pressure. The Western diet is filled with fats, sugars, just uh, processed foods. It's so unhealthy for the development of our young and even ourselves that over time you just start to notice that being healthy um, is far and few in between now. Those that are eating healthy, you can tell. Those who have access to to better eating, to better uh, resources, you can tell. Those who don't, maybe they'll go, they're going for the most affordable option or they just, you know, they crave junk. Those are the ones that are suffering the most, especially from the effects of diabetes. So I want you to understand that diabetes cannot only affect, is not only affecting adults, which is 95% um, that do have diabetes, but it's affecting our kids too. So just a little bit on the background of diabetes, how it's impacting the world or, you know, at least uh, the country. 50,000 cases are producing or resulting in kidney disease, okay? 75,000 cases result in amputation. 650,000 result in vision loss. And 75,000 result in deaths. It's really sad. It's really sad, and you know what? As sad as it is, we can help one another, and we can be better resources to one another to help to help each other get healthier. So let's talk about why, and type 2 diabetes is going to be the focus for today, okay, just to let you know. Let's talk about why diabetes is, is just what it is and what it does. So diabetes... Type 2, what happens is your insulin is working. I mean, your insulin is being produced by the pancreas, but the insulin is res- is being resisted by the body. It's not, being, it's not being walked through to the cells. It's not being brought into the cells. So what's happening is, happening is it's spilling into your blood. It's staying stagnant in your blood and running around and, and causing damage. So the more blood you have in your, or rather the more sugar, glucose, you have in your blood, the more damage it causes your arteries, okay? The more damage it causes your nerves. So artery damage from all that blood results in kidney failure, liver failure, um, your heart, your lungs. It all plays a role in the circulation of your body. Your nerves, your nerves are being clogged up by all the sugar, all the glucose that's sitting around and just, you know, backing up into your into your blood, and that prevents circulation. So without the circulation, guess what? You're starting to see a lot more people with amputations. Without that circulation that's so necessary, guess what? You're starting to see more people 
with uh, vision loss. You're starting to see those people who, who can't feel their legs, who have the tingling or the burning. That's where that comes from. And I know a lot of you probably know some family members that are going through this. And you're like, what can I do? You know, they're taking their medication. But truly, medication, as I mentioned, you know, in previous in the previous show, is a temporary fix, and it's truly synthetic. Anything synthetic is not by God's design. Now, don't get me wrong, people. There has been some life-saving medication out there, and oftentimes I, I truly promote it, especially um, in cases where there there are emergencies or in cases where, you know, there's cancer treatment, whatever the case may be where it's really severe and you need something that, you know, long-term proper health cannot address at that time. Yes, medication, medicine can be a lifesaver. But that's not something that you do over a long period of time because what it does is it breaks down your body, okay? It really does. So you're you're preventing your body from getting the circulation it needs because all of that fat is, is all that sugar is building up in your bloodstream and causing damage to the arteries and to the nerves, okay? So what's preventing that? that glucose from getting into your cells, imagine it like this. You're trying to put that key into the lock, right? But say someone puts, um, I don't know, maybe candle wax. I don't know where I got that from, but they put some candle wax in the door in the door where the lock is. You can't get that key in there. It's hardened. It's dry. That's what happens over time when you eat, eat these fatty foods. That's what's preventing insulin from working to get that glucose into your cells. Your body is backed up with fat. A fat, a fatty diet is what has caused type 2 diabetes to develop over time. And most people don't believe me. They don't believe the facts, and they're out there. But truly, a fat-laden diet over time is what leads to type 2 diabetes. But guess what, guys? It can be reversed. And I'm so happy to say that it can be reversed. And to know that, you know, I hated giving my patients medication. I never really understood why I didn't enjoy it. But there was always something in my spirit that said, you know what, there's got to be a better way. You know, pumping them with insulin in their bellies, excuse me, giving them metformin, you know, glucophage, you know, all of these all these medications, uh, Genuvia, all these medications I was giving them, I just felt in my spirit there's got to be a better way. So there is a better way, and I'm so glad that I can share this with you now. It's about changing your lifestyle, okay? You've got to change your lifestyle. Let me tell you what this will all lead to. If you don't change your lifestyle, if you don't change your diet, you're basically asking for an early death sentence. So what the, the kind of things that it can lead to are, um, and I mentioned some of them earlier, kidney dysfunction, uh, stroke, heart attack. Oh, I mentioned kidney failure, blindness, amputation. I mean, it just, it go, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it has to it has to come to a point where you say to yourself, I've got to understand what's going on. Now, if you're predisposed because you have parents or siblings that have diabetes, that's a good reason to go to the doctor and get your blood work. And I'm a, I'm a big proponent of going to the doctor and getting your blood work drawn because that will tell the story about what's going on in your body. Get your blood work. Get your blood work. Get your blood work, okay? your blood work drawn, and let the doctor tell you what's going on in your body. And that includes um, your glucose, fasting glucose. So any and the normal blood sugar, for those that don't know, is anywhere between 80 and 120, okay? So you, want, you normally want to have a blood sugar of 80 and 120, especially after about an hour after a meal. So when you eat, and I'll give you an example. Let me just say, let's say I have a turkey sandwich, um, I have a turkey sandwich, and about an hour after eating that turkey sandwich, I 
check my blood sugar. And it's a quick little prick on my finger with a glucose monitor. My my blood sugar should be 120 or less. That is a testament to the function of my pancreas. That means my pancreas is working well because if it's higher than that, that means the amount of glucose in my blood is high because it can't get into the cells because my insulin is either resistant, the insulin in my body is resistant, or my body's resisting the insulin that's being produced, or, or you know, I'm not creating enough insulin. So that's when there's an issue. If you are predisposed, your parents have it, you know someone, um, your siblings have it, anyone in your family, you should definitely get that checked. But if you know that, you know, there's some side effects with, with having uh, high blood sugar, they can, they can range into the three, fours, fives, six, seven hundreds. I mean, it can get really high to the point where you, you are in a coma state, you know, you're comatose. You don't know what's going on with you. A lot of people find out they have diabetes that way. These are some of the side effects. They're sleepy. They're groggy. They're lethargic. They have bad memory. You know, they don't have the strength or the energy they used to have. They just can't think straight. And they don't know what's wrong. And some have never had blood work done in years. So they're finding out when in the ER, that's the problem. They have diabetes, and they just did not know. So it's important, whether you're predisposed or not, to get your blood sugar checked, to make that part of the, the annual blood work you get done. Okay, so you want to make sure that is part of your web repertoire, your annual repertoire. Okay, so that is normal blood sugar, 80 to um, 120. Anything less than 80, um, you want to kind of stay away from, you know, 70s and 60s just because you're on the verge of, of almost passing out, you know, because you, you, you probably know. You probably are very hungry. You're a little mean, and I know when I'm hungry, I'm mean. That means I need to eat something pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, even drink a little bit of juice or something, or, you know, protein is always the best. But, um, again, we will talk about that in more detail. But you've got to know where you stand with your blood sugar, okay? I'm going to play a little something, and I will be right back. So see you in a couple minutes.
as well as fractures and um, dementia. So we want to avoid insulin as much as we can, okay? We want to do things more naturally. Not that insulin, type 1 diabetics, you know, it's a different story. We're not going to talk about type 1 today. But type 2, if you can avoid going the insulin route, then that's the best way to go, okay? So let's talk about metformin. Metformin is medicine that is prescribed, one of the most safe medicines out there that are prescribed for type 2 diabetics. But we've got to keep in mind it also has its side effects. Again, medicine is synthetic. The body produces, the body responds most beneficially and effectively with natural resources, with natural um, food sources. But metformin, also known as glucophage, encourages diarrhea, nausea and vomiting, weakness and abdominal discomfort, which puts you at risk for dehydration. So those are all things to take into consideration. So let's talk about how we can better ourselves by eating healthier. So the way to reverse diabetes, and this is this is pretty blunt and to the point, is to go is to go to a plant based diet. Go plant based because that is what prevents your body from going into diabetic overload. Plants are a more healthy option, and what most people don't understand is whole plant-based foods are what really puts your body in a much more in a much more um, efficient run run state. Okay, so plants have the nutrients that processed foods medicine, which washes out the nutrients, for most of you that that don't know, medicine washes out the nutrients in your body that we need, okay? So it provides, plants, whole plants provide the nutrition that's needed in order to, to, to get to a healthier state of being. That means removing a lot of the meats and um, the dairy that we're eating. So we're eating a lot of meat. We're eating a lot of dairy, a lot of fats, a lot of salts, a lot of sugars. All of those things are bad for our body, and that's what's causing the damage to our arteries and our nerves. When we reduce the meat that's being taken in, when we reduce all of the, uh, the, uh, the what's the word I'm looking for, the toxic, the, the, the pollutants that are in the food, when we reduce that and go to a more whole plant-based diet, the changes are miraculous. They are miraculous, absolutely miraculous. So let's let's give you an example. A lot of people refer to chicken as a healthy source of protein, and at one point in time it was. Let me just give you an example. You know, I love giving examples from this particular um, book, and I mentioned in the previous show it's called How Not to Die by doc, Dr. Michael Greger, How Not to Die. And he gives examples of how food was and how it is now. So back in the day, chicken had about two grams of fat per serving. Today, 23 grams of fat per serving. So I want you to understand that right now we're pumping our bodies up with lots of fat and lots of sodium because, remember, the meats are not what they need, what they used to be. They're pumped with steroids. They're pumped with um, pesticides. They're pumped with antibiotics. They're not a nutrition, a nutrition-filled source for us anymore. But plants, which don't have the fat and the cholesterol and the inflammatory, um, uh, the inflammatory effects that, uh, or the inflammatory, um, what's the word I'm looking for, precursors in the food. They don't have that anymore. They, well, that's what they have. Plants don't have that. So what happens is when you encourage more plant-based foods in your diet, you start to encourage a better and healthier state of being. Your body is filled with fat, okay? Your body has so much fat in it. I'm talking specifically about diabetes. And even those that are not diabetic at this time, you guys could turn diabetic depending on what your diet is. The reason why insulin 
is where it's at in terms of being um um it's not the most excuse sorry my attention was taken sorry about that but my my point is insulin for type 2 diabetics is not responding to the body because the body can't get the 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 connection it can't connect with the glucose that's in the bloodstream because it's blocked by all the fat in the body. So when you start to reduce the fat that's in your body and start to encourage more healthy eating, more whole grains and plant-based foods, you start to see that the fat that was once in your muscle and in your liver, your liver then it actually starts to it starts to come out of your out of your cells. So keep that in mind. Your body is asking for healthier food. It's asking for more nutritious food. It's asking for a more um, healthy diet to help itself get back to a state of healing. So what you want to do is encourage more whole grains, encourage more vegetables, more greens, fruits and nuts. And I know with diabetics, the, the normal plan is to stay away from fruits. But you know what? Fresh fruit, not dipped in syrup, that's what you want that's what you want in your in your diet, okay? So let's talk about that. But I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to play something else that I thought was just so so related to to what we're uh, discussing today. All right. So be back in a couple minutes. You make me 
So I played that song because most of us are always saying yes to the wrong food. Let's stop it, people. And, hey, I'm not going to point the finger because I have been known to do it too, okay? But, look, we've got to stop saying yes to the bad food and start saying yes to the right food, okay? So let's talk about how we can reverse diabetes. It's a change of diet. It's a change of lifestyle. Number one, increase your intake of water. That is so important. There are so many people drinking sodas, juices filled with sugar. Did you guys know Gatorade has 30, about 32 grams of sugar? doesn't taste like it, though. About 32 grams of sugar in Gatorade. So if you can imagine 32 grams of sugar, of sugar in something that doesn't even taste like it has 32 grams of sugar, what does the other stuff have? Okay. So let's start encouraging more clean, fresh water in our diets. That helps flush out those toxins, flush out those fat cells, gives us more clarity, removes some of that fogginess. We need more water in our diet. Got to remember, our bodies are made up of about 80% water, so we've got to replenish, okay? Number two, less exercise. About 30 minutes a day of exercise is absolutely amazing and um, such a great help to the state of your body. Walking is probably the best form of exercise out there. But, you know, there are more strenuous exercises. There's the Zumba, there's the running, there's the um, cross-training. There's all forms of exercise. There's biking, there's gardening, there's cleaning um, cleaning your house for a straight 30 minutes. Not just dusting, but actually using your arms, your legs, you know, bending, um you know, working up a sweat. Getting that kind of exercise will help eliminate the fat that's sitting in your muscles, okay, that's sitting in your cells. That's where we need to make improvement. That fat needs to get out, okay? So that's how we're going to make that make it happen. We're going to drink more water, and we are going to start more, start to exercise. Okay, if you have, God has blessed you with legs, you better use them. Because some of them out there that have experienced amputations wish they had their legs back. Think about how they could have done so much more had they just changed their diet. And it's all about diet and lifestyle. Okay, so let's start using those legs and thank God for them. Next thing is our diet. You've got to cut back on the meats. Cut back on the meat. Cut back on the dairy and the um, and the uh, eggs. You know, cut back. There's a lot of cholesterol in all of this. There's a lot of cholesterol in all the foods that are out there. They're not being produced the way we once thought they were. There's a lot of pollutants been being put in these foods. Now, if you're buying organic, you definitely have an advantage. You're not exposed to as as as, as much pollutants as maybe buying regular, you know, your your basic uh, foods. But nevertheless, the fat is what is triggering, excuse me, triggering your body to resist the insulin, okay? And that's why the sugar is just sitting around in your bloodstream, causing blockages in your artery, causing probably some tingling and pain that some people didn't realize that is the cause of it. It's causing a lot. So let's start changing that diet. Reduce your meat. Reduce your meat. Let's start putting more greens, more vegetables, more beans, whole grains, fruits and nuts and seeds in your diet. You know, less less carbs and less uh, starchy, starchy stuff, okay? Those french fries, put them down. That's a lot of fat. <laughs> That's a lot of fat. Not that potatoes are bad. They're not bad, okay? I love potatoes, but you just need to know it's about moderation and limiting it, especially if you're trying to avoid diabetes. Onions, mushrooms, eggplants, peppers, tomatoes, broccoli, cauliflower. Oh, my gosh, all that stuff is so good, and it's all about how you flavor your food. You know, don't throw a whole bunch of salt all in your food. You're just basically masking the the beautiful, natural taste of it. And the less salt and sugar you put in your food, the more your tongue will be 
more inclined to understand the flavor that's in that broccoli or the flavor that's in that eggplant or those strawberries. It will understand and it will actually crave it. So let's stop, you know, filling our food with salt and start putting more and more herbs in our food. You know, the, the garlic and the cayenne pepper and, the, you know, the, the chili powder and the turmeric and the ginger, all, that, all of that stuff, all those herbs and vegetables really make a difference in the way your, t- your food tastes and also provides you the health benefits. So let's take all of that into consideration. Excuse me. Um, so you want to, uh, did I mention, yeah, beans, peas, squash, those intact grains. Get whole grain in your diet, whole grain. So if you're going to the store and buying white bread, you have received uh, what I call no bread, okay? So bread, white bread has been refined. All of the nutrients have been stripped out of it. You want to get whole grain bread, and it's got to say 100% whole grain. It's a great source of folates, vitamins A, B, and C, I mean, you, you want to get the grains because that's what's going to naturally nourish your body and get it to a better state. Okay, so that's – let me give you an example of, of, a, of a diet that you could follow. You know, this is an example of some of the things that you can incorporate into your, into your diet without really having to refer to meat all the time. And it is hard, you know, it is hard because I – I, I was one that, hey, give me a steak five days a week, I'm there, I, I got you. You know, you've just made me happy. But I've had to learn that that's not the best thing for me. And I've got four children. I, I need to be here for them. I need to be at my best. So I've got, and I'm teaching them as well how to eat better, and I've got to eat better in order to do that. So one large, just, just imagine this could be um, your diet for the day. You know, your not even your diet, but your your intake, your nutritional intake for the day. And again, I'm referring again to Dr. Gregor, who has great insight. If you ever want to take a look at his website, it's uh, nutritionfacts.org. He has great information. So one large, you want to incorporate one large green salad a day. Okay, get in one vegetable or bean-based soup. Do about two ounces of raw seeds or nuts. You know, great nuts would be um, almonds, great source of fat, um, healthy fats, good for, you know, omega-3s. You want to get those um, not only almonds but walnuts, great source of um, omega-3s as well, good source of fiber. You want to look at those. You know, there are a lot of things out there that you can take into consideration. Pumpkin seeds, um, Chia seeds. There, there, there are tons of things out there, tons of varieties of, of nuts and seeds that are really healthy for you. And guess what? You don't have to eat as much of them to fill you up. That's the key. Uh, one serving of steamed or stewed greens with, like, mushrooms in them or onions or other low-starchy foods, you know, that's delicious. I had some arugula, spinach, with some garlic, oh, my gosh, it was the best thing ever. And I just couldn't believe that food could taste that good that didn't have meat in it. It was amazing. So those are some examples. You want to have three to four fruits a day. You know, just consider some things like, um, I know bananas can be kind of high in sugar, but let's take a look at those berries that are high in antioxidants. Blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, you know, some strawberries, you know, apples. You know, great fiber, great for cleansing the skin and detoxing the liver. You want to look at all of those items, all of those fruits, because they really will do do you justice. Mangoes, a little bit of mango, just a little bit. You know, papaya, papaya is great for blood pressure. There are tons of things, kiwi, grapes. Let's look, let's start going to our produce section more and our starchy meats and, and processed food sections less. Okay, because there's tons of great stuff out there. Even for dinner, you know, you could have uh, um, brown rice, some brown rice with some awesome vegetables, eggplant, uh, bean soup. It would, I mean, that sounds so good to me. But you want to have a serving a day of non a non bean starch like squash, steel cut oats, or brown rice, wild rice. You want to restrict your white flour, your sweets, your oils, your white flour being bread cake, crackers, um, 
you know, one of the things that I had to do when I was gestational with my diabetes, I had to eat every two hours because I, I had to manage my blood sugar. I had to make sure it was always um, intact. So I had to uh, have, I had to cut down on the spaghetti, one of my favorites. And my family is Haitian, so all we do is eat rice. I had to cut back on the rice. had to cut back on the pasta. had to cut back on the cereal. And I had to learn to, to incorporate. If I was going to have some carbs, I had to have an equal amount of protein. And, you know, one great thing that I can say about going to a plant-based diet is you can eat and I'm talking from experience. I'm a big eater. I love to eat. I'm not one of those types, if you give me a little plate, I'm going to ask you, where's the rest of my food? That, that's how I do. And so what's great about going to a plant-based diet is you can eat more food, but less calories are the result. And you end up lowering your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and your weight. All of that is it's a triple triple boom. You get all of that when you start eating healthier, when you start to eat more plant based foods. You want to limit your animal your animal products, steak, beef. Um, beware of your fish. The way you don't eat farm raised um salmon. You wanna focus on um wild caught, okay? Uh you wanna focus on more organic sources of meat. You know, if you're going to have your beef, your chicken, your turkey, go to more organic sources because you're going to have less pollutants. And remember, those pollutants also play a role in the health of your arteries and your your nerves, okay? Focus on eating right. Focus on putting the right things in your body. So those are key, okay? If you guys have any questions for me, you can always email me at stacylamore at gmail.com. That's S-T-A-C-I-E-L-A-M-O-U-R, and that's at gmail.com. I'm always available, and I'll respond right away. I also um, highly encourage you, and this, this is uh, something I would mentioned last week, to look into your supplements. A lot of us crave foods. Because the supplement, that the food doesn't have the nutritional content that it used to have. So we're missing nutrients in our diet. We're missing tons of nutrients in our diet. Um, the vegetables aren't produced the same way they used to be. Again, like I said, I do organic everything. Um, my husband, as he rolls his eyes whenever I say let's get organic, he knows that that's really important to me because I want our family to be fed healthy. So... Um, I would encourage you to to venture into more organic products. Grow your own food. Go to more farmers markets. You know, less mass produced less mass produced food is what's going to bring more health to you. But supplementation is key because our food does not have the, the nutrients they used to have. Seventy percent of the nutrients we once had in our food is gone. The soil no longer holds the nutrients it used to have. Pesticides and chemicals and steroids are, are filling up our foods. And as a result, the cancer rate has gone up. You know, obesity has gone up. We're just we're just a sicker nation. We're a sicker world than we used to be. You know, even those who have been exposed to Western diet in countries that were not as um, exposed, India, Asia, they're, they're starting to experience experience the western culture in their diet and the illness is starting to come up and starting to increase right along the lines of ours so let's focus on eating more healthy supplementation is going to be key to help you get those nutrients you need that we're not getting from our food so i would highly encourage you to take a look at a company that has done wonders for my family alone as I mentioned before, my mom has heart disease, my dad, kidney disease, um, I mean, a long list of aunts and uncles with pain and um, constipation issues, digestive issues. You know, healing comes from our food. That's where all the healing comes from, our food. So since we've been taking supplements, and be careful with some of the supplements that are out there because a lot of, it, a lot of the supplements out there are marketed to do something for you that they're not really doing. They have tons of fillers and tons of um, preservatives. Watch out for those preservatives. Next show, we're going to talk about preservatives 
and that's that's something we've all got to be worried about. So I've I've found a more natural option for my family, and I swear they well I'm not gonna swear, but I I promise you the change has been just amazing. So if you want if you're interested in getting customized supplementation that is designed just for you. No one else can take these supplements that are designed for you, but you, because it's designed based on um, your needs, based on an assessment, a HIPAA-compliant assessment that's done online that no one else but you will have access to. They're amazing supplements. You can go onto my website and actually do your own assessment and see what it tells you. It'll tell you everything you need, what you're missing, why you don't why you're not getting it and why you're going to need certain supplements. And it will come customized and designed just for you, and you'll start to feel amazing. If you're tired, bloated, exhausted, <laughs> can't get those extra pounds off, well, there's a reason. We got, we've got to change our diet. We've got to increase how we, how we feed ourselves. We've got to increase our knowledge and our awareness. Um, so go to my website at stacylamore.idlife.com. Dot com, and that's spelled S T A C I E L A M, like Mary O U R. Dot I D like David L I F like Frank E. Dot com. That's Stacy Lamore. Dot Dot com. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you guys for joining and listening in. I hope that everything I've shared with you will make uh, make your life so much more fulfilling, healthy, and enjoyable. And I promise you, if you follow everything I tell you, you're going to see a change. You're going to see a difference, including those that are experiencing diabetic neuropathy. The ones that, and for those that experience it, you know what I'm talking about. You have those pains, those tinglings, those loss of sensation. You do what I tell you, let me tell you, in about a week's time, you're going to start to see a difference, Okay. So I hope you guys have a blessed and enjoyable night. I look forward to hearing some testimonies. And God bless. We'll talk soon. Again, this is Stacey Lamore with The Nurse's Perspective. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.